TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce the co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. I got to spend a whole weekend with him just at The Wellness Summit. Damien Christoph, so good to have seen you in Melbourne on the weekend. Marcus Pierce, it really was great. I, I loved it. The uh, the venue was great. The vibe was great. The feeling was terrific. It was uh, kind of surreal. We'll talk all about that today, I reckon, Pierce, you and I. And um, it was it was really nice to have an assembly of people with like-minded um, you know, lifestyles and thoughts uh, passions and desires around health. It was uh, it was just great, you know. Bring it all back together again. It's been two years since that happened, Jeez. and uh, it was good. It was really good. As well someone, done, well done, you. son. Oh, Congratulations you. on what you, you achieved. As someone that's been in this game a lot longer than I have, um, what is it? You know, like if you take a broad view in turn, and you're very good at this, and I love hearing you talk about it. But with with the industry itself. When you have a real-life event, obviously, there's a lot of buzz and everyone loves seeing each other and all the rest of it. Um, but we tend to think, you know, you and I tend to think that we're quite common sense and we don't want to get people, you know, overzealous about all things health and wellness. Do you see a wellness summit and, you know, do you see um, do you see progression? Do you see connection? Do you see fads? Do you see you know progress like for someone that's been in the game for so long like what what do you see at an, at an event like the summit mate um i think there's there's a little bit of um of wisening to fads to fads and that sort of stuff but i also see a lot of people there with vulnerability like I, a lot of people going there eyes wide open hoping yeah. to you know find out what the elixir of life's going to be or the cure to their or at the beginning or yeah at the beginning yeah absolutely yeah um, and so I, I think what both you and I had intentions to do was to kind of have people be uh, mindful of the information that they were hearing and, and be mindful of who they were hearing the information from. And I mean, not so much from people on the couch because for the most part, um, the information that comes through on the couch, you know, all of us would agree with. Yeah. Um, and if we didn't 100% agree with it, we wouldn't be far off 100% agreeing or, you know, acknowledge that some dinner some party kind of conversation, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, oh, there is, yeah. absolutely. But um, there, there's still a trend for fads. Um, I think the younger you are, the more likely you are to do a fad because you're, you know, you're bulletproof. Um, but as you get older, the less likely you are to do fads, and you might be a little bit more discerning, potentially a little bit more. Um, um, Skeptical, uh, so that you could actually ask more questions. Maybe you become a little bit more um, analytical, not necessarily scientific, but analytical. You kind of go, hmm. Independent, really independent thought. Independent thought. And that's, yeah. a, that's a sign of maturity, I think. And, you know, one of our guests recently, David Dobson, um, he, he was, you know, quite certain about the way in which he felt and he was very steadfast. He's um, coming up next week on 100 and out. Oh, there you go. There you go. And, yeah. and so he... You know, you listen to that, and there's wisdom there. 86 years old at the time of recording, and there's wisdom um, in, in what he says because he's been around the block and he's mm. seen stuff. You know, and I think that as people move around the block and they've seen stuff and they've had the wool pulled over their eyes and they've been a little bit hoodwinked, 
uh, people are starting to be a little bit more skeptical and maybe a little bit more discerning, which I like. I like that. So now you got me thinking that that, that may be why, you know, our our core tribe, the listeners, the attendees that engage with us and that come to the events and the rest, it is a bit more of an older, you know, when I say older, I'm, you know, most people are 30 plus that come yeah. to our events. And I think that may be because there isn't a, a, a sexy fad message that we're sharing. And, and maybe at the same time, I think when people go, oh, I've been to a summit, I kind of know what I'm going to get. And I'm like, well, it's actually really different. Um, year to year, but but it's but the similarities are that the core message is still similar, I suppose. In that, you know, health and wellness is not something that can be achieved in twenty eight days in a, you know, in a in a short space of time. It's a yeah. it's a philosophical as much as it is a lifestyle shift um, that ideally sits with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I I agree with that. Um, I also think that at thirty something. Um, in particular, women are, you know, who haven't had children are thinking, oh, you know, I, I better have children and they might find themselves in a state where they want to make themselves healthier um, or they're wanting to um, maybe just get their body back into better shape before they start to have children or maybe they found themselves unable to have children and they're looking for answers. And, uh, and so that 30-year-old age group um, will come through potentially with those sorts of things in mind. Um, the blokes are starting to find themselves getting a little bit tired and uh, and so they're, they're thinking, how do I get more energy and how do I feel more sprightly and achieve a lot of things still? Um, so there's that. But we won't, you know, generally the guys that we get through the, you know, through the door are, are generally significantly older. You know, we're talking 45, 50, 60 years old. Um, and, and that's maybe because they might feel like the ship sailed or maybe that they're supporting their wife. But by far, um, you know, overwhelmingly, there's more women uh, trying to tend to their health and well-being and their their physical shape and size and the way in which they, uh, they look at themselves in the mirror, you know, often determines the degree of enthusiasm around what they're trying to achieve. Um, and we do see that. So maybe still within Australia and within our audience, people are still being a little bit more reactive, like they're waiting till things have gone wrong before they start to do the things that they need to get done. It's hard to, uh, it's not hard to um, to see why women on average are living four years longer than men when you look at oh, the, the turnout at just a small sample size of 600 at the Wellness Summit, you know, it's it's nine to one um, women yeah. to men. And you're talking oh, it's about more than that, I reckon nine and a half to one. Nine reckon. and a half to one, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? It's... Um, so, what in terms of again, and I just love drawing on your experience, and I always like asking you questions on the spot. But uh, I know your voice was shot to bits come Sunday. Um, but in terms of your own, I don't know if highlights is the word, but again, for someone that's been to so many events like the Wellness Summit, if you add all of the events that you've attended, either to speak or learn from, and the rest, like what are the highlights or the things that stick out from for you from from the weekend, whether it was something that you heard or something that someone came up and told you in terms of the impact that you'd had on their life or that, you know, forage you'd had on their life or the wellness guys. Like, because I haven't even asked you about this, like what what, what highlight real moments did you have on the weekend? Um, there was quite a few actually. Um, a lot of it was around personal interaction. Um, unfortunately for me, um, I didn't see much of the, the presentation um, aspect of the, of the event because I – I was um, happily got, yeah. speaking to lots of other people. 
you know, and I had forage there, and so I was, you know, I was at that stand. However, albeit, I, you know, every time I went to help somebody purchase a bag of forage, somebody else asked me a question, and so I was, um, I was, you know, tied up a lot asking or answering questions for people, which I, I love. The price of fame. The price of fame. Ha. Well, I don't think it's that, but I do. No, it is because people um, want to come and see you, because that's the whole reason why we do the events, right? They listen to you every week, but they want to see you and ask you questions and tell you things. Yeah, so, and I am I am very available and very approachable, I suppose. So I do I do like people to come up and ask me questions, and I welcome that, which is great. But there's one lady who came up to me and she said, "You used to I used to see you um, when you were a naturopath in Tarelgan." Oh wow! Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "What?" Oh, and, uh, turn back I time. It, I, I know. If I could turn, turn back, back time. Did you have dreadlocks back then? Did you have long hair or were you short hair or? Uh, no, I think I just had a boy cut. You know, yeah. like I. I might have been. It could have been just coming out of the phase of brushing your hair forward, short hair brushed forward. You know, gel <laughs> <laughs> forward. Oh, everyone's would, loving uh, the visual right now. That would have oh, been around awesome. the time. Um, so we're talking around 1998, 1999, somewhere in there. Twenty years ago. Twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah. So she I said was to still me, at school." <laughs> oh, there we go. Thanks, mate. Uh, well, I, um, <laughs> she, she said to me, do you remember me? And I looked at her name and, and I didn't remember her. And, um, and I said, look, I'm sorry. Um, I don't. And, but I said, can I just say one thing? I'm really sorry that you got me at that time in my career. <laughs> and, um, and I honestly apologize. And the reason why I apologize is because we all grow as we learn. And so being, and wet behind the ears and very green. Um, I, you know, I, I probably gave some advice back then that was very simple and potentially, possibly, you know, not right or maybe slightly inaccurate. And certainly at the time, it was the best I knew that I could do at the time. Um, but these days, um, having had 20 years of experience, that's, that's significant, right? That's 7,200 plus days of extra experience. Um, I've, I've now got to a point where I feel like the advice I would give would be different to what I gave 20 years ago. So I apologized to her. Oh, wow. And she said, that's okay. I understand. <laughs> so I figured <laughs> I must have done something wrong. And, uh, and she said, the moment you asked me to weigh lettuce leaves, I knew that I was doing too much. And um, and I agree with that, you know, because of those, in those days, I was putting people onto a very low-calorie, ketogenic eating style of eating to assist people to lose body fat. Mm. And it didn't sit well with me. Like it really didn't sit well with me because we're using powders as meal replacements and just trying to get people to burn fuel by keeping their calories low. But by, I suppose, I'm going to use some words here that are trendy, um, biohacking their system <laughs> by um, getting them to become fat burners as opposed to carb burners or sugar burners um, using a paleo-style diet in a ketogenic way. Mm. 20 years ago, without all the brand names. And uh, and I was doing that at the time and getting great results, but for her it was a little bit too much and I didn't know how to explain it back then. Um, but these days I understand you know, how to explain it and the relevance. So that was one highlight to me that I've grown a lot. Yeah, like good. I, That's a great – and thanks for sharing because some people would be too proud to share that. I love that you're happy to share it. Yeah, and no, it's, very happy. That is wonderful. Then the other highlight, big highlight for me, and I was teary at times. Um, well, actually, I'd lost my voice, um, and then you asked me to come and introduce you um, on the stage, and I felt very honoured to do that. And so I was oh. quite emotional doing that um, because I've handed I handed the reins of the wellness couch over, not the reins, but my baby. Like mm. I sold my baby, 
and uh, and it was very um, it was a very unusual experience to watch other people run it and to be doing things that you used to do that you now know nothing about, and and that was a really strange thing. So mm. it's taken me some time to kind of reconcile it and to get to you know to terms with it because in the breakup to you know what was it eighteen months ago when Lawrence. Um, publicly announced that he was having a divorce with the wellness couch. Um, <laughs> he I was leaving the it. wellness guys. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't announce it, and uh, and so it was very public that you know Lawrence uh, wasn't part of it anymore. But it wasn't public that I haven't been part of it for you know quite quite some time. Um, so there was an expectation that I was part of it, but it was you know. I likened it, PC, and I said this to you, it was like ripping off a Band-Aid really, really slow Slow. over a number of days. Um, So there was a a bit of a detachment there that took place. But that was a highlight for me to be able to stand back in the third row um, on the last day looking back at the back of yours and Brett's head, um, receiving accolade for the event that you put on um, because you deserved it. You did a really great job and I was very proud to see you guys do well. Well, I think the ripple, and thanks for the compliment, but I think, you know, and I I, I think we were saying afterwards it felt awkward for – for all of us, there's no no getting around it. But I was over overwhelmed with um, gratitude in terms of the ripple effect of what you've created. And I don't know if you were in the room when I was speaking about um, time on the Sunday morning. I was talking about the power of seven years and how in 2018 we're now all obsessed with seven seconds or seven weeks. And if something hasn't happened in seven months, then we we'll definitely give it up. You know. But I think about your relationship, the relationship you and I have, and I think. I could be wrong, but I think we're about seven years apart in age. Um, Is that right? I'm 37. You're 44, right? Yes. So there's, and again, I was, I was telling people, don't get obsessed with seven years. I was just talking about TCM has a seven year cycle for women. It's eight years for men. We talk about it. Resonate, it resonated with me. I love yeah, it. So, so, and I look at what, what you've created, which is essentially in the last seven years on the wellness couch. And then there's almost like a, uh, we'll call it a handover. Obviously, technically in business, it's a sale. But looking at the way, the wave of influence that the seven years of your involvement created was the the, the weekend was a crescendo of that, and it was it was difficult in a way to, as I said to you on Sunday night on Monday, I wanted to put you on my shoulders and go, or you know, like we're standing on on the giant on the shoulders of giants here, um, so people can really re- you know truly um, own what what is actually happening but um it's why i think it's just so important to get to to see what's in your heart and soul about events like this because you've been here for a whole lot longer than than many of us have um and i just think it's important to um you know identify the contribution that, that you've made to it oh thanks mate now something you said uh in your presentation and i really i wanted to listen to your presentation so i listened to i think about 80 percent of it but i really loved the uh the, the seven acknowledgement, the seven-year acknowledgement, because Forage is also seven years this year. Mm. Um, and it really feels like Forage is now coming into its own, uh, which is good. It's taken us a long time. Um, I don't think we're out of the woods yet, but it feels like it's having a bit of a, a rebirthing experience. And we've learned a lot in that time. Same as uh, with the couch and and uh, and the guys, wellness guys, you know, seven years in a couple of weeks' time we've been doing that for. And it's, it's kind of had full evolutions and it's matured and there's lots of different things that are going on with it. So... Um, and we see that, you know, in, in life, you know, you, you get to different points in your life. So at 42, I was kind of questioning, what am I going to do? That was a seven-year period. Um, maybe by 49, I might be thinking, okay, have I had enough of this wellness industry yet? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but it's only four years away. 
And so you've got to consider those sorts of things. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we, we interviewed a guest, David Dobson, and he said, um, I started exercising at the age of 54 um, or 50, I think it was 54 was the number was in my head. Um, that's what I remember. And and I thought, wow, far out. That's actually not too far away. Um, but then you put that in context and he has been exercising for over 30 years. Yes. Um, so that's kind of cool. And then uh, Jean Calmont um, smoked for 95 years of her life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you think, wow, 95 years of her life. Um, but, you know, she lived. But she was riding life. a bicycle on her 100th birthday. <laughs> there you, know, you go, right? Like, this is it. You know, yeah. So time time is an interesting thing. And as we, as we graduate through the years, um, we see different things and our perspective changes. And um, someone said to me the other day, you know, are you, are you sad to see that your son is um, – is 18 and he'll want to leave home soon. And I was like, nah, actually, no, I'm not. Um, but as when Jackson was seven years old, I would have been really sad if he was leaving home. Yeah. Um, but now I'm like, nah, he's ready. Like yeah. he's, he's pretty much ready to go out there and start to experience the big wide world. And that's our job as parents is to get them to that point. Um, and it's not that I'm necessarily ready to go and, you know, um, and, and, and not be a parent because I don't think that ever stops. Not going to go and buy a red Lamborghini and, uh, you know, leave your family and go and live up on the Gold Coast and date someone 25 years younger and do all of those things. 49, mate. At 49, from what I understand, is the time that all of that just really Well, <laughs> I hope no. I hope not. You know, Amber and I have an unbelievably um, great relationship and so we'll just continue to have lots of fun and, and good times with each other and go away on lots of different holidays and experience life, yeah. um, you know, from, from this middle point onwards, I suppose, almost middle point. So, that's what we'll be doing. It's a fascinating time a child. It's just different, isn't it? Absolutely. Because it's, it's so far removed from my reality at the moment. I know. <laughs> As you know, with our phone calls at around 5 or 5.30 at night, it's just like, yeah. you know, it's fascinating. I just love I love hearing the different chapters of life. Um, just with a few minutes to go, is there any anything else from the Wellness Summit that stuck with you that um, – that that you'd be happy to share. You've said you, the whole um, twenty years ago um, example that came up from an attendee and and the Sunday morning um, and reflecting on the last seven years. Is there any other little gold nuggets that happened that may have been happening in the background that we don't know of? Any other like live testimonials that came up to you or um, random stories? Yeah, look, there's. Um, I'm inspired by uh, people's persistence. Uh, and so it, I think it's important that people acknowledge that over time, there'll be times we need to take a break um, or there'll be times when you need to kind of take the pedal off the metal. Um, but I love that there's some people that are persisting. You know, there's one girl who flew over from New Zealand. Um, Karen is her name. Lloydie. Lloydie. And I wasn't going to say that. I was just going to say Karen, but you've said it. So Sorry, I, I, was, didn't, uh, I didn't mean that. I was just, <laughs> she's Lloydie to me, Karen Lloydie. to you maybe. No, Lloydie to me as well. Um, but I... Uh, I've been looking after her health and working with her and her health um, for it must be twelve or thirteen years, and so and she continues to chip away at it and get on top of it. And then she, you know, as everybody does, they'll take a pause and take the pedal off the metal and maybe slip back a little bit. But then she goes, right, I've got to get back on track. And and the same for our great mate Wendy Stewart. Yeah. Um, to watch her presentation and to see the the life in her face, she brought the crowd to their feet. You know, she really did a great job with her presentation and. And it's a testament to people who continue to um, persist because there's other people that were at the summit who at the same time when Wendy started her journey heard the same information and haven't yet started their journey. And so you kind of go, 
okay, at some point they will start their journey, mm. but it's great that people who have started their journey are continuing their journey. And it's not just a destination, it's a journey because, you know, as I said when I was talking about fat, you know, when you're losing weight, your skin's got to bounce back and there's remodeling that takes place and the nerves have got to get shorter and, and, the, and the veins and arteries have got to shrink back as well. And like, that takes time to remodel. It could take one or two years for you to, you know, get back to where you feel good after you've lost all the weight. So just the, the time factors I think are really important. And so your seven-year analogy was a great reminder of how much commitment it actually takes for people to put into their life to, you know, to pull out a result. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the, um, you know, the tribe that, that, is, that is among the wellness couches, I think on the whole, um, they, they understand that it takes time because I don't think they'd be listening to our podcast if they thought we were banging on about the next biohack or, you know, 30-second solution to, you know, problem X or Y. Um, 28-day challenge or whatever it is. Well, I think though, you know, you can use them. You can use those challenges. Yeah, and that's what I also wanted to kind of just, you know, touch on. I'm about to finish up, but I think all of those short-term challenges are really good if you know that they're they're short-term and there's a start and an end, and and then something happens afterwards. So, you know, I've done the forage challenge, particularly when we had the uh, when we had pure wisdom. I know there was the. Is it a 28 day challenge or a four week challenge? Or what is it called? It's the yeah, forage. yeah, it's a four week challenge. Yeah, yep. um, and there's a number of short. Ch- I know you know me. I've done the push up challenge and I've done other <laughs> challenges. The lemon juice and, diet, the grape oh, juice diet. Oh, you know all kinds of things we've spoken about on this podcast in the past. But I think it's just the attachment to it's not the be all and end all. It might be it might be the start of something. It might be um it might be a, a fastening up of a process. It might be just a short-term cleanse if you've been on a holiday and you just want to, you know, not eat anything, you know, uh, whatever the word is, heavy for a couple of days. But I think it's that emotional attachment a lot of people have to like, this is the thing. This is the healer. This is the cure. And yep. there's plenty of that in the wellness world, which is um, which is unfortunate. But I think, as I said, all of those short-term programs are wonderful if we know them for what they are. Yeah, you absolutely. Know. Maybe they're a bit of a, a Kickstarter or maybe a little bit of a, a repositioner. Yes, just and a, 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 mind, a mindset opener. Yeah, yeah just to yes. get you going. Yeah, because I think that's so important for people to um, – it's just like a book, you know. Like a book might only take a week or two weeks to complete, but the ripple effect of it can go on for weeks, months, and years. Yeah. Just probably. like, you know, any any four-week, eight-week, 12-week program can, can – um, carry on so anyway thoroughly enjoyed this conversation as always with you great man thank you PC. me too always nice to chat and listen and have conversations it's just nice two blokes sitting around having a chat about what uh what's changed their life it's and we cool. we did um we did offer to our attendees at the wellness summit on the weekend uh that there would be 100 tickets um at an attendee only rate for for them and they got snapped up in a matter matter of hours but what we can nice. confirm for our listeners is that the uh, the Wellness Summit will be returning in 2019 and it will be on August 24 and 25. Um, so you may not find tickets available at the moment, but the least you could do is go and put in your calendar, August 24, 25, um, and it will be in Melbourne again. So for everyone else that is a little bit sad that it's not in their state, there are wellness-based camps coming around the country, uh, which will be announced in due course. But uh, the Wellness Summit will be returning in 2019 in Melbourne in August. Everyone comes, so it's too big a deal to move it. When everyone's voting with their feet at the moment, um, it's not moving. Yeah. No, fair enough. Fair enough. 
Um, yeah, absolutely. All right, thanks again for your wisdom, uh, great Jeremy man. PC. To thanks, find mate. out more about Damien Christoph, head on over to damienchristoph.com. For myself, marcuspierce.com.au. Big shout-out to Joseph Tomo, our editor who makes this podcast possible, Rosie Garner, who does our social media, and to you, our loyal listeners, for absorbing and applying the message of 100 Not Out. Head on over to thewellnesscouch.com. Check out all 23 podcasts on the network, including the flagship show, The Wellness Guys. And until next week, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.